Hey friends, happy Tuesday. I hope you are doing well. I am kind of going to confess a little bit today. So, you know, we all have those times when we fall off of our clean eating or we are just not as focused as we want to be or try to be on the regular. And often those times come around holidays or they come around summer. And for me, this past summer, I started out pretty consistent with what I do every day, right? I was, I didn't really make any new changes. I didn't, I was still very mindful about what I was taking in, but something happened in August and I <laughs> just want to share and give you encouragement that you're not alone when these things happen. You know, you can have all the great intentions in the world, but life can get in the way and family and travel and maybe even your spouse, like these things can all kind of get in the way and distract us from our, our intentional daily activities and intentional daily eating style, eating plan, eating our nutrition and our moving our body and all the things that we're supposed to be doing, all of the things that we want to be doing to be feeling our best. So you may enjoy this episode today and just know you're not alone. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Okay, so this episode is completely unscripted and it's just something that I thought, you know what, I need to share this because this is something that has affected me and I know it affects you all as well because otherwise you wouldn't be listening, right? Like we are all trying to treasure our wellness. We are all trying to do the best that we can do to take care of our bodies as the temple of the Holy Spirit that they are. But sometimes things happen, right? We have slip-ups, we have choices that we make that we may or may not understand how they are affecting us. And that is something that I do when I work with my clients is helping them educate themselves on how their body is reacting to the foods that they are eating. Because when we feel constantly inflamed, for example, if you always feel inflamed, you always have joint pain, or you're always having this brain fog, you're always having this fatigue, you start to carry that around as if that is normal. 
it's common for that to happen, right? It is normal for us to feel because it's been going on for so long that that is our new normal. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. I can't tell you how many times people would say to me, you know, based on my age at the time, oh, you're 35, your hips are going to start spreading or, you know, you're going to start packing on the weight, the hormones are going to be horrendous and, you know, wait for those hot flashes. You know, when I turned 40, it's like, wait for those hot flashes. You know, are you starting to have the night sweats yet? I mean, just people are well-meaning, but they're living through their experiences and It doesn't have to be your experience. It doesn't have to be my experience. We can create a healthier body in body, soul, and spirit with God's help, right? I definitely encourage you to invite God into your journey wherever you are on your journey, whether it's trying to improve your mental, emotional health or your spiritual health or your physical health. Invite God into it. Matthew 6, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be provided for you. So when we seek him first, things are going to go better, right? I mean, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be smooth. Jesus promised us essentially that we would have a troubled life. It's not going to be roses and rainbows and unicorns. It's just not going to be that. The reality is, and especially now living in this day and age, it's not like that. So, but inviting God into our everything, into our mess, just inviting him into the highs and the lows of our life, the big stuff, the little stuff, the mundane stuff, it helps change our focus and it helps our perspective and it just makes our days, weeks, months, years, life go smoother. And I believe that that's where we can get the joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength, right? So anyway, back to my last month of, I don't even know. <laughs> I actually had to look through my planner to see like what happened in August. And I can tell you that I was swamped. I mean, I was just really swamped. If you were listening before, you know that I took two weeks off in July from podcasting. I still, I had pre-recorded episodes of the most popular guest episodes on and put those on there. But I really, for the most part, took two weeks off in July from podcasting, from working on the podcast and just focused on my clients and focused on some things around the house and just focused on building up a program I'm working on and just various little things. So what happened in August? I mean, I was so busy in August, like looking at my planner, it's insane. It's just completely filled. I had a lot of meetings. I had a lot of interviews. I had a lot of calls. I had a lot of recordings. I just had a lot going on. And that was just for the business side. That doesn't even count personal. One thing I noticed was because I was so busy, I did not plan meals as much as I normally do. And we all know when we fail to plan, we plan to fail. And that is so true. And it happens to all of us, right? I mean, I am not one that has a meal plan posted on my refrigerator. I don't have kids at home anymore. I think that's a great tip and tool to use when you have 
that busy family life, it really helped me a lot, but I don't do that anymore. I don't have to. Now, sometimes I will because seasonally I'll get excited about bringing back some of my favorite recipes. And so I'll plan all that out. I will shop for that week and I will be very, very intentional and have that posted. But for the most part, I don't have to do that. I just plan my week on the weekend of what we are going to be eating because I do the majority of the cooking. So I failed to plan and that made me plan to fail. (laughs) So I had a lot of evenings where it was like, what is for dinner? Like I'm closing up my laptop at 5.30 and it's like, "Uh, what is for dinner? And I had too many nights like that and I don't normally do that at all and I don't like to do that because it's just another layer of stress. It's stressful to not have a plan. Other days I would plan it at lunchtime. I would plan, okay, so this is what we're doing for dinner. I'll take something out. So this wasn't like an every night for 31 days where I had no idea what we we're having for dinner, but it happened more often than I wanted to. We were also really working in our garden that praise God did really, really well this year. And so there was a lot of extra things that we had to do for that in the evenings. So I really chose simple meals. And really, I'm just going to be real honest here. What is more simple than starchy carbohydrate laden foods, right? Pasta. I mean, I remember having pasta so much when we were growing up and when our kids were younger because it's a quick, easy go-to. We actually did have way more pasta than we ever have in the month of August alone. And we had rice. And I'm really not one that we, we have, I mean, there are times when we don't have pasta for like three or four months. And that kind of upsets my husband. But when he starts saying, hey, you know, like, I'd really like to have some pasta, you know, then I'll make that. But for the most part, if he doesn't say anything, I don't make it. And that is really just, yes, it's the carbohydrate because my body does not respond well to that amount of carbohydrates. But it's also because I don't feel well when I eat grains. With my Hashimoto's, I just don't feel great. I feel more tired and sluggish and bloated and I just don't feel well and it takes me a little while for my body to recover from that. It takes me a couple of days. So pasta is not my friend and I know this, which is why it's not on the menu very often. In August, we had pasta like five times. We had rice probably three times. (laughs) So you're thinking, okay, well, August was a big month. That's not that big of a deal. But what happens when we eat carbohydrates? It turns into sugar in our blood system, right? And we tend to want more. We want more carbohydrates. We want more sugar. The cravings might kick in. And your inhibitions are kind of lowered, right? And so I noticed I was eating more chips. I noticed I was eating more crackers, more of those tortilla chips with hummus or salsa but I was definitely eating more than I would normally eat so that's what started that started me on a slippery slope eating the pasta eating the rice you know it just starts that spiral effect you know and it's so interesting because the food that you eat today will fuel you for tomorrow right so eating that pasta set me back 
the next day and the next day. <laughs> and that's when these little slip ups happen because I was just, you know, my guard was down. My guard was down. You know, I was, I wasn't as intentional and focused when my husband opened up another bag of tortilla chips. So it happens, right? So I want to share, number one, I gained weight, of course, and I have been more tired and more just sluggish. I've had more inflammation. I've had more autoimmune flare-ups in the last month and a half. And I know that I know that I know it's because of what I ate off and on in the month of August. So I just want to encourage you that it's going to happen. It will probably happen again, hopefully not anytime soon, but it's going to happen in your life as well if it's not already happening this week, right? I mean, life gets in the way and if we let our guard down and and we just kind of relax our standards too consistently because it's not just like you have to eat perfectly all the time. No, absolutely not. This is not diet mentality. Like I do not teach diet mentality. We don't count calories. We don't count our macros. We don't really even count our steps that much. You know, like it's learning to be in tune with your body. What does your body need? What kind of nutrition does your body need? What kind of healthy movement does your body need? So it's that intentional action. But if you focus on eating 80-20, that 80-20 rule where you are eating 80% as clean as you can with your the way your body responds to the food that you're eating, and then you have that 20% free choice, you know, of course, working towards that 90-10, but that doesn't mean it's 20% free choice every single day. But that's what was happening to me. <laughs> and probably, if I were really to do the math, it was more than 20%. But it's going to happen, but I encourage you to stay the path. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, give yourself grace. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. I was weak. Like, I was weak for sure. I was in the flesh big time because I was just really kind of overextended to be honest and I did not make wise choices so what is the number one action that I want you to take away from this to help you get back on track if this has happened to you and this is exactly what I'm doing I have started today that is journaling get back to journaling I used to call it the food mood poop journal <laughs> with my clients but now I call it the whole health journal because it's not just about the food you're eating. It's just not about your mood. It's not just about how you're pooping or eliminating. It's so encompassing and it's just too many words, all the things that I encourage people to track. So it's the whole health journal, but really invite God into this action. Invite God into the journaling. Invite him into this process, into your new journey of, all right, I'm starting fresh again. God, like today is a new day. This is the day the Lord has made. Your grace is sufficient and I am calling on you to help me through this. And so maybe have a special verse that you put at the top of your journal page. And then you're tracking your food. You were writing down every single thing that you are eating. Don't worry about calories. Don't worry about necessarily the amounts you're eating. 
you know, you can measure if you want to, if you're really trying to be intentional, but write down your food, write down your mood. How are you feeling after? Like, are you feeling tired or sluggish? Do you need a nap? Do you have energy? Do you have brain fog? Like, how is your mood? Write down how often you are eliminating, how often you're going to the bathroom and how it is, right? Like, was it difficult? Did you have to strain? Did you have rabbit pellets, right? Like, (laughs) write these details down because it's so important. Write down if you did not go. Write down how your sleep is. Write down how your water intake is. Write down your movement. Again, whole health journal. God calls you a treasured possession in Deuteronomy 26, 18. You are a treasured possession. So ask God to help you treasure your wellness on the regular. But give yourself grace when you fall, when you stumble, when you slip up. Get back to that intentional action. Schedule out your meals. Schedule out your movement. Make sure that your nutrition is back on point, your healthy movement is back on point, and that you're enjoying it, and stay the path. Stay the path. And remember that the food you eat today will fuel you for tomorrow, so choose wisely. And friend, I am completely talking to myself today as well. So I just wanted to come on here and share this with you. I hope that it encourages you and blesses you. And starting today, I am back on it. Like, doesn't matter what my husband opens up. I am on it and actually I started it last night because he did get into the chips and I don't even really like chips that much anymore anyway. They don't really do anything for me and so he pretty much had that entire bag himself, not last night, but like over the course of a week. You know, he just, it was football, right? Football started, he wanted chips and dip and you know, that was his 20%, right? (laughs) If he were doing the 80-20. So it, it wasn't even a desire for me. I didn't even want it. But I'm back on. I'm back on it. I am going to fuel wisely. And I know that I will feel so much better. And I will shed that toxic inflammation that has been built up in my body over the course of the last six weeks. So I'm not worried. I have a plan. I am going to stay the path, stay the course, and I know I will feel so much better. And I encourage you, if you are struggling as well, to get back on track, start journaling. I really believe that that is the number one action to take to get yourself back on track, knowing and listening and understanding what your body needs. And if you need help with this, reach out to me and grab a food and lifestyle review session where we can spend one hour going over your food and lifestyle habits and find these trigger areas or these potential causes that are keeping you stuck in your health journey. Father God, we thank you so much that you love us and you call us treasured, that you call us yours, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that you love us so deeply and so unconditionally. Thank you so much for your grace. Help us to give ourselves grace this day as we are picking ourselves up, dusting ourselves off, and standing firm and boldly on your word that we are treasured, that we are your daughters, and that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Help us to honor our bodies in the way that you would have us to do. Lord, we invite you into our journey. Help us to treasure our wellness, Father. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode, friend. I hope it challenged you, encouraged you, and stretched you in some way. If it did, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who has been praying for a breakthrough in her whole health? Also, it would bless me so much if you would pop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick review to let me know how much you are liking the content and to help other women just like you find the show. Treasured Wellness can also be found on Christian Mix 106 and Radio Free America online streaming radio stations. So check out those two amazing platforms. One more thing, come on over to our Facebook community, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40. I would love to see you there. Until next time, remember, you are a beautiful treasure.